Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, everybody. This is Corey with VHS Trackers, and with me, as always, is... Bryson. Yeah, there it is. So we're going to bring some 80s movies to you coming up right now. Cue awesome 80s movie music. So we are going back to 1985 with Better Off Dead. And with us today... Our special guest host is Thurman Brown, vocalist and guitarist for The Fox and the Crow. Hey, dude. Hey, how's it going, man? Going awesome. How are you? I'm doing mighty fine. Even better now that I'm going to be a part of VHS yes. Trackers. That's right. Thank you. We really appreciate you coming out. And um, so at this point, I'd like to uh, go back and remember when was the first time you saw it or even heard about it or, uh, you know, for me, I got the TV Weekly. And I would just schedule it out. So, and it would give you a brief description of this movie. So what I what I saw was a comedy. Um, I remember it's saying something like, teen gets his heart broken, and then something about skiing. I was just like, I'm in. So, so of course, I watched it, and I recorded it on the VHS, you know, recorder like you did. As you do. Yeah. So, man, I, I got stuck on it. And I like John Cusack films, so that's what happened. How old were you? Dude. Well... I'm pretty sure it came out in the 90s, so it was at least 10. That's like the first time I saw it. I'm pretty sure it was in the 90s. Okay, yeah. yeah how about you, Bryson? For me, it was a lot later. I think I was a teenager. I was probably in high school, uh, so late 90s. And uh, I don't remember any specifics, but it was HBO, you know, hanging around, just watching movies, better off dead, saw that on and said, yeah, why not? Watched it, fell in love. It's a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. Had HBO, huh? I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only a TBS and all the. Uh, oh no! Yeah, that's pretty. I'm pretty sure that's, that's where a, I saw it. It's a three-hour movie on TBS. I'm sure. That's oh my right. goodness! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, everything's like blurped out, so you don't really get all the cool parts. Right. Yeah. So and there's lots of cool parts in this movie. And this is your first time actually seeing it recently, right? Yeah. So uh, I had actually not heard of this movie. The first time I saw this movie was uh, February 26th, 2020. Oh. So when you when you uh, texted me, I was like. Um, I went and checked. I went and checked the trailer, of course, because right. I was like, "I've, I've got to see this trailer." And like, I had like, it's it's really funny. It's a cornball How, trailer. It is. Oh yeah, yeah. And it, it's a quintessential '80s trailer with the narrator throughout the whole mm-hmm. thing, and uh, and of those. course the skiing. And you're like, "Yeah, this is going to be a typical teen '80s movie," and it is. Yes, it is. But it it's is. it's so much more. That's true. Yeah. And th- no one puts skiing in, in movies anymore. That's no. right. Yeah. yeah that's kind of missing. That's kind of what got me. I was like, skiing and teen and comedy? Yes, okay. Skiing competitions. Yeah. Like, uh, just in general. Does that you don't even exist? I don't yeah. know. I was telling my wife. My wife, my wife had the pleasure of watching it with me. Um, shout out to Emily. Hey, girl. Hey. Um, but, uh, yeah, so she watched it with me. And uh, 
and I was just like, man, if there was a ski team at my high school, I would be all over that. Right. I, I'd do the K-12 immediately. For real. Oh, I would pass on that. <laughs> I've dislocated both my knees without the help of skiing. I don't, I don't need skiing. I mean, all you have to do is turn I would watch and then them. turn again. Yeah. That's yeah not, something I, gets in your way, turn some more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So this movie came out in 1985. It was directed, written and directed by Savage Steve Holland. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys know this guy, but he actually did a movie last year, well, last year, the year before the uh, 1985, 1984, um, called One Crazy Summer. Also very cheesy, mm. and yeah, uh, also John Cusack. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's pretty bad, but did awesome. Kurt, did that have Curtis Armstrong in it as well? I want to say yes. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Yeah. But. So I have some facts about Savage Steve Holland. So this guy, he um, he pretty much stopped directing movies after this one. Um, but he's the guy. Remember um, what was that show? Press your luck. Do you remember that? It's it's kind of older. Sounds familiar. But he uh, he animated the little whammy guy. Do you remember that? That weird red devilly looking creature. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that the one with the big money no whammies? Yeah. Is that it? Okay. Yeah. And like okay. he oh, always okay, came across okay. the screen going or yeah. whatever. Some weird noise. I don't know. <laughs> But anyways, I noticed that. I thought that was cool. And then he later went on to produce and uh, create Eek the Cat from the 90s. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Vaguely. That was actually pretty sweet. I like I like that show. It came on like once I got out of school. Yeah. You're ringing some bells for me right here. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to need quiet, to... small bells for me. Come on, dude. You're going to have to look at some <laughs> Eek the Cat when you get home. It's also quite terrible. But, you know, that's, that's what I liked. It's a 90s but, cartoon. So, yeah, I mean... He, he did a lot of animations after this movie. I don't think it did too well in the uh, in the old theater, but yeah. that's probably why I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it also stars um, Curtis Armstrong as a uh, Curtis or uh, Charles Demar. That's who he plays, and Diane Franklin as Monique, the French foreign exchange student. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go back to Curtis though. Um, of course, everyone knows him as Booger in Revenge of the Nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And. Uh, there's a couple other movies I really liked him in, but recently he was in Supernatural. Yeah, I don't know. Did yeah. y'all remember seeing him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I might have accidentally watched a few seasons of that. Yeah, I watched a few too many. Of yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's one of those shows. But I mean, I like it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, um, he did a couple of uh, I don't know. He did a lot of episodes in that. Yeah, he was yeah. he was Metatron. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I like him as I like him as Booger better. Like yeah. in the '80s, he played like this. Um, He's got some good names. Yeah. Yeah, he was kind of a. I liked him. He was kind of a badass, um, no fucks given type of guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially in this movie, I thought he was hilarious. He was oh, great. he was yeah. cracking me up the whole he was time. Snorting snow on the mountain top. Oh yeah, street value of the snow. <laughs> yeah, I it was good. It. I love it. And then um, the the villain, the in, the uh, antagonist, Roy Stalin. He's played by uh, Aaron Dozier, mm-hmm. which I've I, mean, I haven't seen him in anything ever since. Yeah. Have y'all? No, I. I think, I, I think I I am DB'd him, and I was like, it, the only thing that showed up was better off. Right, so I yeah. But he, I thought he played the perfect douche. He, he did good. He was yeah, an yeah, excellent dirtbag jock guy. Right. And Absolutely. Perfect he job. wore those, like, Miami Vice weird sweater vest things. I don't oh, even yeah. know. And the, the, pull, the weird coats. And the, the 80s colors. That they always pull the sleeves up yeah. to the oh, elbow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a straight-up douche all the oh, way. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he was an excellent douche. There was also this one point in the movie where he has to do like this pig sound. Yeah, and I'm like, that is the world's worst pig yeah. sound. <laughs> Sorry, oh. that was awesome. Though. That was uh, yeah, I, I remember this. Um, 
um, let's go back. What was her name? Diane Franklin. Uh, the foreign, uh, she's not actually French. She's an American. Mm-hmm. But I thought she did an awesome. Uh, she did really well. Yeah. Man. She did good enough to where I was like, is she faking right. an accent? I you did know? guess it. Now, yeah. I'm sure every French person in the world was like, Fuck that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I only know her from one other movie. It was another um, terrible movie. I'm pretty sure by Canon. Um, the Last American Virgin. Also 80s movie. Um, heard of that one. Yeah, that might be on the list, but it I think they um I'm pretty sure it was a uh, Spanish movie or is it they they try to do it in a different country and they uh, try to put it to um, the states, but it the plot makes no sense. No sense <laughs> at all. But I like her better up dead, so we'll just keep it at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She did great in that. And then Beth, the infamous Beth who breaks Lane's heart. Mm-hmm. Is played by Amanda Weiss. Weiss? Weiss? Weiss. W Y S S. That's a German. I don't, I think, outside the box I don't there. think so, dude. <laughs> yeah. We'll go with Weiss. Um, sure. She was like on an Amityville horror and a couple other things that I never really watched. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't really do horrors. Were, weren't there a few Amityville horrors? There was. Oh, my goodness. Quite was, a few. was she like in a. Like, how many of them the was she in? Second, the one with the weird clock. Yeah, the one with the clock that goes. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's not ringing any bells. You don't know this, okay. <laughs> no, Whatever. It's a clock. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> enough about Miss Weisweiss. Um, so, the synopsis of this movie, it's uh, Lane Meyer, starring John Cusack, is a teen with a peculiar family in a bizarre fixation with his girlfriend, Beth, played by Amanda W. <laughs> when Beth dumps Lane, he decides to kill himself, making bumbling attempts at suicide. Outside of his morbid endeavors... Lane spends time with his oddball buddy, Charles, Curtis Armstrong, Booger, and befriends Monique by uh, Diane Franklin, a visiting French student. Eventually, Lane resolves to race Beth's obnoxious new bow on the ski slopes, the K-12, with unexpected results. Except unexpected. We, 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 know, it, we, we know now. Is it unexpected, yeah. though? I mean, in the 80s, yeah. I mean, there was at least one part that was missing that was quite unexpected, like because he just totally, like, Spoiler alert, you know, it's been like 30 something yeah. years, you know, whatever. Or 25 years, right? How old is this movie? I'm really bad at 84? math. 84? It's 2025. Where have you been? 85? Yeah. 85. It's a long time. It's 30 years old. But yeah. Yeah. He does, he does a pretty good job at the end. Yeah. And uh, what the, the idea that he was going to do a j- good job was expected, but how he did a good job was unexpected. It, I feel like it probably wasn't John Cusack at the end, though. I don't know. That was I one of my looking. thoughts. It's like, <laughs> is that John? Like, Maybe he did. I mean, yeah. I don't think I'm this curious. movie had like. The I have a best theory. Budget. I have a theory that it might have been Joan, right? Yeah, his, his <laughs> sister got his sister to come in and do it. I am curious I mean, who they hired to do that at the end. We'll look it up, man. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> the movie starts off with um, a cartoon intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember that the uh, like a damsel in distress being carried yeah. away by a yeah. dragon. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure Steve. The director did this. He mm, likes animation, probably, so I'm pretty right? sure. I kind of liked it. You said mm. it reminded you of someone, like another artist, right? It, yeah, kind of like that uh, Rat Fink style, uh-huh. almost. I thought it was yeah. cool. Yeah, it was, it was neat. It was a neat intro. You I know, it, it, I'm glad it, it was as short as it was, though. It remind, yeah, yeah, that's good. It was, it was perfect length. <laughs> uh, it reminded me of uh, what is that? Uh, that super popular animated adventure game, uh, like arcade game, uh, from the '80s. Uh, had the uh, 
I can't remember this sort of risque girl and and this like night guy was and it, like you would play through Dragon's Quest. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I'm fairly I, sure. I remember Dragon's Quest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, yeah, were, I know we, what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that for some reason it brought that to mind. I nice. guess. Sure. Just yeah, similar kind of thing. Kind of Damsel being carried away by the dragon. I think Dragon's yeah. Quest might have been a little higher quality. A little bit. But, little, uh, yeah. But you know, yeah. I still liked it. It was sweet. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, there's a lot of animation in this movie. There actually was. And claymation. Yeah. Oh, there was the that took me by surprise. <laughs> we'll get there in a little bit, but yeah. you got to love claymation mixed with Van Halen. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. The soundtrack for this movie was pretty choice. Oh, man. I will get there in a second. Oh, yeah. but yeah, the soundtrack. Yeah. Corey's childhood all the way. <laughs> um, so this movie starts off, of course, with his obsession with Beth in his bedroom. The camera pans all the way through, and there's pictures plastered with Beth all over his room. And, you know, the thing that really uh, pointed out to me the most was the clock, <laughs> the digital 1980s yeah. clock. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, I don't know. I'm weird. I always look at backdrop stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a good time. Well, you know, like so many of the eighties movies, like, Oh, let me back up a little bit. Yeah. When me and Emily were watching it, I was, um, they start painting through and you're seeing the pictures of Beth and like, they're going through. I'm like, Eddie, there's like Emily, there's like a 90% chance we're about to see an alarm clock and him roll out of bed. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. That was just like, uh, well, I, I might be totally wrong here, but didn't like Ferris Bueller start out like that. Yeah. Or, or at oh, least had a very, and then mm-hmm. you had like, uh, yeah, there's tons of them. Then like uh back to the future mm-hmm. had something along that. There's another movie I want to mm-hmm. watch or I've seen, but go over on the podcast. The uh, three o'clock high starts mm-hmm. off exact same way. Oh yeah. Yep. And, of course, them rolling over to hit it. But mm-hmm. in this one, Lane, he wakes up with a picture frame of Beth. Who oh. sleeps with a frame? <laughs> that's, I mean, I get the obsession part. I mean, that makes sense. But can you, like, yeah. take her out or, like, put, like plaster her face on a doll or something? You know, maybe they just... Get really creepy? He, you know, maybe just didn't have the forethought. Or, you know, they didn't quite have, like, the weeboo pillows yet. So right. I mean, yeah. True. That was not invented. <laughs> it's a better time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. So, it goes to the next scene, which I I really like um, this next part that happens. We introduce the paper boy. <laughs> yeah. The favorite character. The guy was cracking me the, up. The infamous $2 line. $2. So, yeah. So, his dad wakes up because he just, he knows it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he quickly puts on his wife's sexy pink robe and goes outside to raise the garage door. Yep. Of course, you know, he does. He makes it like a boss. And the paper goes through the garage. But, I mean... I should point out that all of the windows in his garage door were broken, except for the one, right? Yeah, yeah you're right. the one that wasn't He's broken. actually prepared this time. Yep. And, of course... He's learned his lesson. The uh, the garage door motor fails. Fails. And mm-hmm. breaks. Comes slamming down and breaks that last window. Right. Uh, and I always remember um, the line he says, because I used to say it a lot. Um, he says... Uh, <laughs> Next time, menace. That's what he says. I don't know if you remember that. That's right. Yeah. And then the weird, creepy neighbor always trimming his shrubberies. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just right there by the corner. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's another like 80s movie trope, though, is like the neighbor is some reason always out there doing something. Yeah. You know, just ready to judge. There's always a nosy neighbor. There's always, yeah. There's no internets or cool things that they can do. Yeah. So Except be outside. Go outside yeah. and watch and your be neighbors. Snoopy yep. and gossip. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, my wife does that a lot. <laughs> right? She's got binoculars. She doesn't oh. stay outside like a freak. Right, there <laughs> you go. That's, that's how you do it. Just get all super creepy. Yeah. Why not? 
And uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I hope she's listening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so another favorite is the mom and her wonderful yes. breakfasts. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So it shoots over the next scene, which uh, there's so many cool parts in this. Uh, is this the part where she's boiling the bacon? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. She comes over with a pot and yeah. pulls like a spaghetti spoon and pulls bacon oh. out. Yeah. Oh, And it's green for whatever reason. Yeah, because, of course, when you boil it, it becomes green. <laughs> I kind of want to attempt it now just to see. I mean, I think we should maybe contact, like, Benjamin right? Babish or something. Just be like, <laughs> can, you, can you knock this out for us? Right. Let's, let's check out this bacon. Some boiled bacon. But, um, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed the bacon. Mm-hmm. It was good. And then his brother, Badger. <laughs> what a great character. So, I, I get it, you know, trying to get the prizes and the toys and stuff. Because, you know, I used to do that all the time. But... Mm-hmm. What cereal box doesn't have a damn bag? Yeah, that was crazy. Was that a thing in the eighties? Yeah, right. They bagged their shit, right? I think they, that was that was my question. Yeah. It's like I always remember bags. I, mean, I was born in ninety two. That's how cockroaches happen, like, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I that's gross, dude. Yeah, you know they don't. They just put the cardboard out, just sitting there waiting for it to turn into a cereal box. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not real sure about, but they do that with rice these days. Yeah, it's true. You're right. I maybe. mean, like, there's maybe the eighties were. I mean, like. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was just a wild, crazy time where they just put Captain Crunch right on the cardboard, just put it on. I there. don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. But anyways, he gets the. Uh, <laughs> 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 they get the. Uh, I don't even know what they are. UPC, I think, right? Yeah. Proof of purchase. I guess so. Something like that. But Markers. he's saving for all these crazy presents. Was mm-hmm. it presents? I don't know. Gifts. Prizes. Prizes. Thank you. Oh, good, yeah. Thank you, Bryson. Um, and I like to point out all the prizes. So the first one is, I think it's the first one is, um, the laser gun. Yes, that's right. He's putting together the laser gun. I think he's modified it though. Right. And then of course, Lane does come in the room and says, why do you get all these crazy prizes when you're just going to get stupid shit? Yeah. And of mm-hmm. course he turns around and fires it at him or blasts a hole in the wall. I think no, maybe it's oh, a he, book he, he's holding or some shit. He, right? He's, there's like a, uh, like a bookshelf with like some kind of box or something yeah. on it next to him. <laughs> you just blast it and it has a nice eighties explosion. Yep, exactly. Yeah. The, the nice eighties effect. I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting a little ahead of though. All right. I'm just going over like the, the, the things he wins and we'll, you know, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. My favorite though is how to pick up loose women. Trashy, 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 trashy. women. Yeah. <laughs> <Nope>. Trashy women. <laughs> loose trashy. You know, I love yeah. the mailman too. When he gets the uh, book delivered. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But did you notice how thick it was? It's a thick book. Like, I didn't notice. How many things do you have to write down about picking up a, a trashy woman? Well, I mean, you know, that, that's a little judgmental. Maybe okay, there's, maybe so, there takes maybe a little... steps, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe trashy women are uh, deeper than we think. <laughs> right. Uh, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> so the next scene shoots over to his neighbor's house. Yes. Mm. Oh, Ricky. Ricky. And I never did know his mom. I don't know if they ever say her name. I don't know. I never. Mrs. Smith, right? Yeah, just Ricky's mom. Ricky's mom. Yeah. I didn't catch. But I loved Ricky. I thought he was awesome. Yeah, he really showed some uh, growth mm-hmm. during the movie. He did. Yeah, mm-hmm. you were not wrong. He developed. But <laughs> I guess That's I guess kind of developed. A creepy word to you. <laughs> <laughs> developed. developed creepily, but uh, his character developed. So this is when they meet their French foreign exchange student, Monique. Mm-hmm. Who, of course, pretends not to speak English mm-hmm. because she made a mistake coming here. <laughs> yes. And um, I, I love the mom because, of course, she does the whole cliche, speaking slow 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> just slower you talk, the right. more everybody understands. Mm-hmm. And of course, she, she moves her mouth. She moves Monique's <laughs> mouth. You know, friends. Yeah. I think that's the best. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, except, you know, I used to have an aunt that do that. Mm-hmm. That's no fun. Yeah, no, that's, that's no good. I think it's funny, you know, just the whole idea of speaking slower will help someone understand. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, if they know the language at all, but you're just not going to pick up on English just because it's slower. Yeah. I mean, if I try to speak Spanish, which I do a little bit, the first thing I do is say, speak slowly. Please. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So maybe, but I mean, if yeah. they don't understand any of it, yeah, it's not going to help. No, do most Spanish speakers that you talk to grab you by the face? No, I've never they had should. one do that. You know, that's probably why you have trouble understanding. That's right, yeah. yeah. If they moved my mouth with the words, I think it would probably work better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to try that out. Yeah. <laughs> so, he picks up Beth in the station wagon. Lane does. Oh, This is the next one. He's going to try out for the ski team. We skipped over one tiny frame. Oh, what did I do? That um, how dare I? Sweet one car. of my favorites. Like at the very beginning, um, it just really like really cements in the obsession. The closet. The closet. Yeah. <laughs> the closet. <laughs> oh, can you believe that closet? He opens. I, I kind of do. Yeah. And it's just pictures of her on every single hanger. Oh, you know that was probably thing. expensive in the eighties. That's to what I was gonna that. say. Yeah. Can you remember the props manager? <laughs> Can you make hangers in the shape of this woman's face? <laughs> Do you know how much laser printing costs, Dave? Right. Like, <laughs> but I mean, it's I mean, it's L.A. in the '80s, so they're probably yeah. used to. I'm pretty yeah. sure porn was happening pretty, yeah, pretty big. I mean, it still is, but you know, when was it not? Yeah, I don't know. We're, we're getting off topic. Like 1800s. Porn, yeah. Um, <laughs> back in the old days, we're talking about 1880s, yeah. right? I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, thank you for doing that. I did forget about the hangers, yeah. yeah. No, I love the hangers. I, I bet we can get one off of eBay. That'd be sweet. That would be amazing. I mean, yeah. we could probably just make one. <laughs> yeah. You should do that for your wife for, like, yeah, your anniversary. That'd be awesome. fill our closet with pictures right? of her face on every hangar. Yeah, that's, I mean, I've got, like, that's almost better. Months. That's almost better than a dick in a box. Yeah. 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 Almost. Al- almost. <laughs> almost. I mean, we could, like, pair the idea. Yeah, true. <laughs> just <laughs> dick pics on <laughs> hangers. Oh, God. <laughs> no, thanks. Let's skip. Yeah. 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 Onward, <laughs> trying out for the ski team. So he has to drive his parents' station wagon. And we'll get to the scene as well. Um, of course, he bought a Camaro that's sitting in the driveway. Mm-hmm. That was Chewbacca. Wow. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, so the uh, the Camaro's sitting under a tarp. Yep, yep. yep. And uh, so, of course, he's forced to drive the lovely... They had a name for it. What was the name? For what? The station wagon. Shaggin' Wagon? No. Are you talking about like it. a specific name in this movie that you had for it? Yeah. I, I can't recall off the top of my head. Details. Yeah, that was a... Yeah. I have no idea. Anyways, they he picks up Beth and they go to the K-12. Well, I guess that's just the name of the mountain, isn't it? I don't know. I think it's that run, specifically. Yeah. Well, he's trying out. Yeah, I don't know. And, of course, Roy is there. You see him for the first time. Mm-hmm. And... um he notices Beth right away. And I always like the scene because he's like, what special helper wants to hold my clipboard? And of course, right. Curtis Armstrong as Charles says, ooh, I will. <laughs> That's perfect, man. So good. Yeah. So good. So he gets up there and I think I thought he did a badass job skiing. But of course, I don't know if y'all noticed at the end, he held the stopwatch. 
like, yeah. like five extra seconds. Of course, oh, yeah. just enough to uh, get him up over the minute. I think right. it was. It was you had to get down in a minute. Mm-hmm. He got him in at like one oh one. You know that's good movie details. Though. Right. Like we yeah. should probably include that in the like the subreddit movie details. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. And I noticed it. I, I should have like a, a douche list, a douche checklist. Oh yeah. <laughs> How many douche items or things he does? Well, you did over a minute. Can't do yeah. K twelve in under a minute. Yeah. yeah, and his hair looked pretty nice then too. Yeah, oh, yeah. You had mm-hmm. the quaff going. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Totally quaff. I think so. I think so yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Hmm. Yeah, there's many quaffs in this movie. <laughs> it's a quaff yeah. fest. But of course, he didn't make it. And of yeah. course, you have to be with the most popular guy at school if you're an attractive female. Yeah, I mean, she says it in the voiceover. Right. Yeah. She, yeah. Well, was she it breaks. The voiceover? She, she was breaks on the up phone with at him. some point. Right, but it's a voiceover like that. She broke up with him. Mm-hmm. And I kind of liked that choice as like they have this this development of the character, and then it's just like boom, it's over. <laughs> you get a voiceover to get done. Yeah. So that's it. I know you, you don't know. get to see like the uh, cl- you know the dramatic scene. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I just need someone more popular. I mean, she's blunt <laughs> about it too, boy. But I mean, yeah. that was high school. I remember just saying, hey, I like Steve over here. It was a good run. Bye. Like, wow, okay, cool. So. <laughs> was that you saying that? Yeah, it was me. It was totally me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're so, a of course, he's heartbroken. I don't know if you guys had your heart broken in high school. Not once. You just wanted to kill mm-hmm. yourself. I have yeah. never felt that. But, I mean, I get it. I get it. When you're, it's That's your true love. I mean, you have her in every part of you in yeah. closet and bedroom. Mm-hmm. You want to kill yourself. So, of course, that's instead of like talking to people and, and, and showing your feelings and expressing, it's like, yeah, let's just die. Yeah. But I, I do, I know it's bad, but I do love his suicide attempts in this. Oh, they're good. Yeah. They are pretty common. Well, I was thinking through the movie, I was like, <laughs> this is probably the only movie I've seen where like I'm. I'm thoroughly enjoying the main character's suicide attempt. Right. It, it's like, comical. It's funny. Yeah. Like, I'm trying well, to remember the first one. I think it's the, uh, where he decides to hang himself in, in the, the garage, garage yeah. and his mom has the headphones on and she knocks him down, but she's like holding the door down right. while she's vacuuming. Yeah, like, I love that section. Forcing right. that thing. Uh, yeah. And of course, y'all notice the headphones, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big old massive metal things. Oh, oh huge. Yeah. Like, she what was, was she listening out. to? Was that Cassette Times at that point? Yeah. 80s, yeah. Walkman, sure, yeah. I think Walkman just came out. What she, I, I hope she was listening to something, like, super cool. I'm, 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 yeah, she must have been. I mean, it had to be pretty loud. It was least. definitely Metal, loud. Metalhead. Metalhead yeah. moms. I mean, it might have been, go. like, what's new Pussycat? Yeah, that was right? probably more. Like Tom it, Jones? Yeah, I could, I could feel <laughs> that. It was probably Tom Jones. Or some, like, recipe. Nothing wrong yeah. with Tom <laughs> Jones. <laughs> Audio book. First you take the gelatin, and that's it. So, he also, which is, I think this is one of my favorite ones he's going to jump off the bridge mm-hmm. and of course charles damar is there to to talk him through it and i love how he calls him little buddy most of the time <laughs> and he says suicide is not the answer little buddy and then he just like walks off and pats him on the back he gives him and a he, pat on the back right. for encouragement yeah and he of course he loses his balance and jumps off the bridge pulls him right off right into a dump truck but my favorite line yes yeah <laughs> i think this happens a lot in the 80s but like this, it's like when it's primarily a white cast, it's just one random black guy. There was two here. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, but one didn't say anything. He just did that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he said, ah. can't even say it straight. <laughs> what a waste throwing a perfectly good white boy. <laughs> I just, I had to pause it and just like crack yeah. up for like three minutes. Yeah. It's a pretty good line. Yeah. I actually watched this. Um, I watched. I took a. I took a very short break and watched the trailer at work, and that was the line where I was. I it had to, wasn't there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, you know, 
they still are pretty bad about putting like the best lines in a movie right. in a trailer. Yeah, of course. Oh, sometimes they like watch them anymore. Sometimes they decontextualize them so like it even seems a little funnier. And right. I'm like, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. So I don't watch trailers either. I yeah. try not to. No, trailers have ruined movies. I mm-hmm. mean, look at Terminator 2. Oh, yeah. When that came out, that was possibly like the biggest twist, right? You uh-huh. have Arnold Schwarzenegger back as the good guy this time. Yeah. Sarah Connor sees him, freaks out, doesn't know yeah. that he's there to help. They show that in the trailer. And yeah. they show him offering her help in the trailer. Yeah, that's and that's bull oh, crap. Luckily, that's terrible. Luckily, then that was like my favorite movie growing up. Oh, yeah. Like, probably my top three. And uh, it was... I didn't have to see the trailer uh, because I watched it like on VHS later <laughs> at home. So right, but yeah, so, uh, one thing we skipped over, and I don't know if you're about to bring it up, uh, but the Asian dudes—that's exactly what was next. Yes, oh yeah. Of course, his luck continues to be terrible. He cannot win the car racing, but I, I love it how the uh, one doesn't speak English at all, mm-hmm. and the other brother, of course, talks to the little megaphone. And he uh, he learned all his English by listening to Howard Cosell, which was an old like sportscaster, sports, yeah, yeah, sports announcer, yeah. yeah. And I would, if, man, if I was doing that, I would break so hard just trying to he sound like that it. guy. He did. It would be. Hard I was like, go Asian guy. Yeah. yeah. I was I was a little curious if it if it was a voiceover, like if they got someone who did that for a living he and they have. just like had him sync. Mm-hmm. But it was Could whoever be. did whoever Again. did it nailed it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was great. I think he did I hope he did have, it. He did still have kind of an Asian accent to him. Like a yeah. Korean, I think, right? It's Lane Myers. Yeah. Once again. Yeah. I good. thought it was it was classic, man. It was great. Yeah. And of course, the first time he had it in reverse. Yeah. And he forgot to put it in drive. And so he's ready to go. And he always hits. I love the prep for getting ready to race though. Oh, the, the goggles. Uh, the Asian kids put on the driving gloves uh-huh. and yeah. the goggles, and he throws on some, like, dishwashing Dish gloves. <laughs> and, and the ski goggles. <laughs> yes, the ski goggles. He, I love yeah. it. He, and, you know, uh, throughout this movie, I was um, I was gaining all of this knowledge of uh, of pop culture references that I hadn't understood before right. I watched this movie. Like, there's mm-hmm. a huge Family Guy episode where they do this they scene, do this but scene. he's, like, riding his maid. Right. Like, <laughs> You're right. That's they do right. the two dollar scene in it too. Oh, oh yeah, in Family Guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, ridiculous, but yeah, yeah, you're absolutely. right. They do the Asian guy scene in mm-hmm. uh, Family Guy. Well, there's been a lot of um, things they've done from all sorts of movies. I mean, one thing I noticed because I like, of course, backdrops things. Um, um, they're playing an arcade game. I forgot where. In the grocery store, they're playing Punch Out. <laughs> Mm. Remember Punch yeah. Out? Mike Tyson's yeah. Punch yes. Out? Mike Tyson's Punch yeah. Out, yeah. So I thought that was cool. But uh, I'm skipping way ahead. Yes. So car scene. Howard Cosell, Chinese sounding guy. Or reverse. Reverse those. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Chinese yeah. sounding. Yeah, I gotcha. So he, he does a couple other... Um, he uh, starts to drink... Is that paint thinner? Mm. Yeah, it was... Um, he was in the car... Trying to get the carbon monoxide death, mm-hmm. and then well, he realized, wait, this is suicide. He bought um, he bought Beth a bear to try and get her back. Right? He did buy Beth a bear. It was about three inches tall. Yeah, it's like the world's smallest bear. Like teeny tiny way to, bear. Wait to screw and, it up, uh, dude. He finds out that was it Roy, right? Roy. Roy had bought her life what, size. a five foot, six foot mm-hmm. tall bear. I think she specifically said yeah. it was like larger than her. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of pushed him over the edge again, and he's sitting in his car with the garage door closed. 
smoking a cigarette with a bear hanging off of the cigarette. I love that. Right. It was so I funny. do remember that. So funny. And then uh, he, he accidentally, or I guess he falls asleep or is passing out. He hits the hit into drive. He goes right through the wall, right? Reverse. Mm-hmm. He goes oh, is it reverse? You're right. He goes through the brand new, just the, fixed. While yes. smoking a cigarette. Garage door. I do remember that. Because he's wearing that weird kimono thing. That's right. Yeah. He's yeah. got his... Uh, he's, he's, like, he's pulling like a blinds. Rambo First Blood. He's got that weird poncho thing and the tie. Yeah, he's got a tie around <laughs> his head and he's got, um, I think, a window dressing on as a toga. Right. It's like weird. A, yeah, and that, that went over my head. I didn't, know, I didn't understand... What he was going for there. If you're going to die, I mean, kill yourself. Might as well look silly as hell. Yeah, I'm not sure. (laughs) This was cool. I mean, I wasn't. I thought it was a Rambo Rambo type thing. Because, you know, in the first one, he wears this weird uh, poncho looking thing. And, of course, he has this That might have been it. That might have been it. it, I don't know. Maybe I'm pushing. I'm probably pushing. Yeah, I don't know. But he did that. Uh, What else, Bryson? Yeah, he walks in and grabs the uh, paint thinner. I think, right? Is it paint thinner? It's just this jar of like this. I'm pretty sure it's a paint thinner. color liquid. Flammable, yeah, obviously. And I've always wanted to try it. Try drinking it. Not an actual paint thinner, but I thought maybe it was like some kind of moonshine when I first saw it as a kid. Okay. I was like, I bet that's neat. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Like not. cherry moonshine or right, something. Right, yeah. I mean, I've had some flavored moonshine. I think it was raspberry. It's not bad. That's some fancy moonshine, but, buddy. I wouldn't recommend it. Did you drive to Tennessee to get that? Yeah. No. I know, right? What's... No. <laughs> Somebody actually locally made it. I won't say any names. But he didn't sell it. It's legal. But I still won't say any names. Hmm. Steve. Could be Steve. Steve. You know, Steve's. I'll tell you what. <laughs> so, we go back to Lane at school. Mm-hmm. So, of course, after Beth breaks up with him, we have all these different people asking Lane if it was okay if they would ask out Beth. Mm-hmm. And this is like the cringiest, creepiest thing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Um, dude. All right. So, the first one is the mailman. Mm-hmm. And he, he's yeah. walking, of course. And I remember he's listening to Foxy Lady. Yes. Yeah. And he's just like throwing different people's mail, like just out of his bag. Dropping them. Right. Yeah. And then this is when he comes to the door with Badger's How to Pick Up Trashy Women book. Mm-hmm. That he's opened a container right. to pull out. He's like, it was in an envelope. He's pulled it out and started reading it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Excellent mailman. Another, a, another skis bag. What's an eight-year-old like you doing this with smut. this book? With, yeah, with, with this, this smut. smut. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Of course, he grabs it and goes away. Mm-hmm. And then rings the doorbell again, and Lane answers it. And he doesn't even look at him when he's asking him. He goes, so I heard that you're not with Beth anymore, and I was kind of wondering, could maybe I? And he, of course, slams the door in his face, which is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then newspaper boy comes <laughs> demanding. And I can't remember what he said, but it was like the craziest excuse. About his grandma dropping acid. Yeah, he's made up a <laughs> lot of things all at once. He made up like six different excuses. Yeah. And just kind of threw them all in, see which one sticks. I love it. <laughs> it was it was good. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stop for a second. Not stop, but I remember reading about his little brother. And I cannot find it. Anyways, we'll just forget his little brother, because I don't know where it, what happened to it. But I re- I remember something about um Never mind. We'll just skip it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I can't remember. I don't want to say the wrong thing. And then, you know, that would that would be terrible. His little brother was like He's one creepy. of my favorite characters. <laughs> Great he, character, yeah. He didn't say a single word. Not one. No. You get to pay him less that way. That's true. <laughs> but we didn't mention the last thing where he puts together a huge rocket and goes, yeah, through, the, right, yeah. goes through the roof. 
Oh yeah, yeah, right. Absolutely loved that. That's the very end of the movie, though. right? I know. I'm, I'm, skipping, I'm skipping way ahead. But, you know, throughout the movie, there's like a bunch of like outside of reality yeah. things that are happening. Yes, and I absolutely loved that about this movie. Yeah, yeah. It, the rocket was definitely was outside of reality. Things all over the place. They kept bringing in uh, Rocco, which was the uh, pig burger, I guess manager mm-hmm. owner. Yeah, that's who Elaine would always hit with the car because mm-hmm. every time they raced, something happened. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm blaming the, the dishwashing gloves. Yeah. And they were tipless, by the way. I don't know if you all saw that. Tipless they dishwashing. Yeah. They were tipless. Those, yeah. That's the best way they to give wash them that dishes. best traction. Yeah. Give them the grip and you down. Uh, who keeps those in a car? Who has those at all? Well, I mean, anywhere. tipless dishwashing gloves sounds just my, so counterproductive. Maybe. Completely pointless. My Nana had those, but not the tipless. Yeah. Yeah. Defeats the purpose. Have you ever washed dishes with dishwashing gloves? Yeah, dude. Turns your hands pruny. Actually, I, I mean, I, I, I like it. Yeah. yeah. I haven't used them, though. <laughs> so, let's just talk about dishwashing <laughs> for another 30 minutes um so he ends up getting a job at pig burger mm-hmm. um i guess his dad forces him his dad actually makes him do a lot of things and we'll go to the date in a minute which i thought was hilarious the date was good yeah but um he starts working at pig burger and i i love this scene he, he uh rocco is the name of the guy I, I don't think I ever up. caught his name during the movie. I never said it, but yeah. that's what he's credited as. Okay. I loved him. Yeah. He played a real good, fat, greasy. Disgusting. Oh, yeah. He was perfect. Yeah. Smoking in the restaurant. Yeah. And not even washing his hands. Oh, yeah. like, you can wash is... your hands on your own time. Yeah. That's exactly. what he said. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And he just grabbed just a handful of the meat. Mm-hmm. You put it down and you smash it with the pig. <laughs> that's what he did. I was like, oh, my God. Didn't he and the hat. Put his cigar out in the in the In the beef. Yep. 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 Yeah, and he said you have to wear this hat while doing it, and it's pretty much a chef hat with uh, pig ears and a pig nose, right? Yeah, a little and dangling the, pig nose that goes yeah. right over your. Oh, right, I, that would piss me off. I, I want one of those awful. hats. Probably works good as like a sneeze guard, right? Though. Oh, <laughs> and you know they recycle those hats. I don't want anyone else's nose skin all over mine. Nose, I, yeah, drippings. Kind of like the hat, but of course, I'm a fan of the hat. He daydreams again. Oh yeah, still wanting Beth, playing with his meat, hmm. comes. The coolest claymation video ever. <laughs> he kind of, um, he kind of daydreams and zones out and becomes Doctor Frankenstein. Yeah, he, he does. It, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, it's amazing. And he um, puts together, I guess, a burger of himself. Uh, yeah, I guess. It's funny though. It looks like he uses about two pounds of meat. A lot of meat. Burger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's oh, about yeah. as much as he could possibly lift with a spatula. This is one of those things where I'm like, I think about. Um, Joan Cusack and like if or not Joan Cusack, uh, John Cusack. If he ever rewatches any of his old movies, if he sees this scene and like and remembers anything about like being in that scene, because he's just like has his hands and it's it has to be like three or four pounds of meat, really. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. I mean, it's it's it a, lot a lot of meat, of meat. and he's. He's laughing maniacally with I his head thrown back, and there's lightning and it's yeah. flashing of lights and oh, it's excellent. Scene. He does a good maniacal laugh too. Yeah, you know. Does. Onto the, what you were saying, John Cusack actually hates this movie. <laughs> I'm so curious yeah. about that. He said, it was the worst thing I have ever seen. This is him <laughs> quoting it. I will never trust uh, Steve Holland as a director ever again. <laughs> oh, no. But I'm glad he did because I love this movie. No, man. Yeah, I do too. John. I made my son watch it with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he didn't really care for it. But, well, he's. Yeah, oh, he will. We're going to watch it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, in 30 years, he'll love it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. For yeah. real. Yeah, yeah. I think there's uh, there's a certain thing that happens to you as you get older where uh, dumber things 
start having more meaning for some reason. <laughs> That's true. And like this, this movie was one of those. Well, things. You can just laugh at it. You don't really have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the claymation scene happens. I I love the claymation with the scene. Van Halen. Everybody wants some. Mm-hmm. This this scene to me was so powerful when I saw it the first time that I honestly thought it was a different movie. Like I remembered it as its own movie. Right. I, I we were watching it one day and I was swearing up. He and thought down. it was its own movie. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, and I, I was agreeing. I was. I thought it was called Everybody Wants Some, and it was about <laughs> this kid that works in a burger shop, and it just became this whole separate movie to me. And that is like the most powerful thing I remember from this movie. It was just such a good scene. Yeah. It's great. I loved it. <laughs> you should email Savage Steve Holland and tell him this. Good job, yeah. Savage Steve. <laughs> May do. Yeah, you should. <laughs> so, after he he does this, he uh, is told by his dad that he must forget about Beth and go on a date. We're skipping again. Hold on. Just because you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. about the uh, the horrible pig noise that the uh, yes, voice yes, 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 yes. This is where that happens. Yeah. He oh, yeah. Uh, he kind of wakes up from his daydream by the boss guy. What was the name again? Roscoe. Rocco. 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 Modern life. Yeah, that. That, I was just about to start mm-hmm. saying it, and I was like, that's not appropriate. Rocco sees him screwing around with the meat and, of course, is pissed and throws him out of the kitchen, fires mm-hmm. him, and he ends up on his back in the lobby right in front of, of course, Roy. And yeah, Beth. of course. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where Roy And he gets does his... like this, this, you know, normal pig snore, like, but he mm-hmm. also does like this, woo, woo. He does the, the, the deliverance thing. Yeah. No, yeah. Oh, you know, oh. that might be, I was just thinking it was a terrible, terrible Wee. pig noise. Yeah. But, but he doesn't do a very good job of that like either. A pig rape is what he did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But it does go to the next scene where he picks up his date, mm-hmm. which I actually thought she was pretty hot. I liked her. But really? it's uh, his dad's boss's daughter. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, she has, like, this power suit on when he goes to pick her up, thinking uh, he was going to be the best thing for her that she'd ever yeah. dated. Mm-hmm. While he's getting ready. Right. And, of course... She comes to the door with this, pretty much a suit and tie, right? Yeah. I think it's like a school uniform. Yeah, it could have been. I don't Maybe. know. She was owning it, though. And yeah. the 80s come in to play again with the huge dental head brace. The yes. Head gear. Head gear. I yes. freaking had one of those. Oh, my God. Did you really? I did. Yeah. What is the purpose of it? It was I never outside underst- of the mouth, came all the way around and behind my head. Mm-hmm. And there were little prongs that go into the mouth and like plug into braces. Dang. I don't Ooh. know what it did. Well, but you have nice teeth awful. now, no, so it didn't work. I didn't wear it enough, so they kind of just reset. <laughs> oh, so it's like you can take it off and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah no, it comes right oh, off. Aren't you supposed to sleep in it? Oh, it's awful. Yeah. yeah Why it's, wear it out? It was terrible. Like a robo-piranha. Yeah. That's not cool at all. Yeah, those things are those are bad. So instead of going on the date, she calculates everything between both of them. You know? Oh, yeah. So you take me out to the movies. That's 20 bucks. But say, dang, eighties in the movie, you know. Yeah, I was thinking the prices. Yeah, I mean, maybe she's factoring popcorn and yeah, she was and and tons of candy at that point. Yeah, and then she said, "Let's just call it as it is. You can write me a check now, and we don't have to go on the date." Check was like for like like thirteen sixty something, right? Like it was like an exact dollar amount. Yeah, she even had the principal calculator on hand. (laughs) Oh yeah, which I thought was great. Yeah, she's gonna be an accountant. Mm -hmm. Mm Hmm. So of course he doesn't take her out, but he goes to the dance anyways. Him and Curtis, or Charles Damar. I'm going to call him Curtis all the time. Um, so they decide to go. Of course, I like it. We haven't talked about his hairdo, or not hairdo, but his outfits. Mm-hmm. Charles Damar, he always wears that top hat. Yeah. Love the top and weird hat. scarves and a weird jacket. But yeah. I thought it was cool. It was killer. Yep. Um, so they go there. And then, of course, Ricky also enters with Monique, dragging her along. Oh, just dragging her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> and this is yeah, this is when Ricky starts to uh, shed his skin a little bit and uh, yeah, become a badass dancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, there is a live band going on. I did want to point out the live band, the lead singer, who's singing this. She does the voice of Tommy Pickles. No freaking way! I was and, telling and Emily. Rugrats. I was telling Emily last night. I was like, I, I didn't Google it, but I was like, this has to be the voice of Tommy. It's Pickles. Tommy Pickles. I yep. think I even wrote it down in here. And she was killer, man. She was killing that she mic. Nailed she nailed really it. Good. Yeah. I was like, she's pretty good. She also tried out for um, American Idol, I think, or The Voice, one of those. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought they had like an age limit on. on yeah, those. maybe I, the old one. I, I'm not sure. Maybe yeah. Re- rebooted it. Or but something. yeah, I, I thought that was a cool fact because. I really love the soundtrack, so I looked up a lot of things about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and we'll just go to the soundtrack now because I don't want to forget it. So the soundtrack, most of the songs were written by uh, just a, uh, not even a composer. His name is Rupert Hine. He um, he wrote almost all the songs or wrote the songs that had other people sing, mm-hmm. except for her. I always forget her name. Her name is Jeanette Upsoto, Upstoge. I'm probably saying that wrong. But uh, so he wrote it, um, most of the soundtrack. But my favorite song on this, and we'll get to the scene um, when he takes Monique out, it's mm-hmm. called Arrested by You. <laughs> That's and, right, yeah. Uh, it's a nice song. It's so cheesy, but I don't care. So anyways, back at the dance. I really like the uh, the song that Tommy Pickles' voice is singing there, actually, the uh, the Better Off Dead song. She does sing Better Off Dead. You're yeah. right. Yeah, and it's it's a good song. Yeah. Man. It's not bad. It was, it's, it's pretty good, it, you know, especially for the 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, And it also had like this, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. <laughs> it was lively. All good of them. Good dance. <laughs> um, of course, when they start the, the montage, it also has a really awesome song. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll go back to the school dance. So this is when they actually meet for the first time. That's Lane and Monique mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. while Ricky's inside, you know, busting a rug, having a good time. I love the way he dances too. He dances his ass off, just going crazy with it. Oh, and yeah. And just, what, passes out in the middle of the Oh, he, I think he it's a falls. dance move. Yeah, I think it is a dance he just, move. He just, just lays there. I'm pretty sure he's move. vibrating a little bit. Yeah, for a little bit, but then he just kind of stops and he lays there and everybody kind of just swarms back in and starts dancing That's on top That's a power of move right there. But you know, well, it does say one thing about like 80s, um, 80s school dynamics mm-hmm. like that but they actually like embraced him as a person right. they, they made room for him and let him just get it yeah for like five I minutes pointed that out too yeah 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 i did point that out um while i was watching it i thought it was uh good for him yeah it probably had Don't he had his moment in this, it yeah. probably helped ice the burn later for right uh, you know when he just totally screws all that up <laughs> <laughs> oh ricky <laughs> um another cool thing i like to point out about ricky we're, we're all over the place, but I don't care at this point. <laughs> yeah. um, he snorts jello. Yeah. They both do. Charles Damar yeah. and Ricky snort the jello. Oh, well, Ricky's lunch. I made note of Ricky's lunch. He had, um, like, the first time they show Ricky and Monique. Right. Um, Ricky has chocolate cake. He has jello. He has. Um, uh, he has fruit punch. He has, like, three different drinks. Oh, a tab. He has a tab. Uh, like his, his, the whole thing, he probably had like, I think he had two trays, didn't he? 500 grams of sugar per thing or whatever. It's an insane amount of food. Yeah. Anyway, that's just. Was he snorting the jello though? I thought he was just eating it with a straw. He was eating it with a straw and then Charles Dumar looked at him and was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Thank you, corrector. (laughs) Charles Dumar, his character is kind of like Charlie Day-like to me a little bit. You know, you know, not, not so far, but you know, high pitched, crazy voice Mm guy. Mm -hmm. Um, he even has like a uh, a little bit. He does some like odd drug use, 
throughout the throughout the movie. Like uh, he's he's the, huffing the something. Snow snorting. Uh, yeah. Lighter fluid. Lighter oh, fluid yeah. eggnog. He says he that talks his brother about, makes. Yeah, my yeah. brother makes some sweet lighter fluid eggnog. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. For the uh, suburban white kid that can't score any drugs, right? Because yeah. <laughs> in this Northern California city, you can't get any except for uh, pure grade or pure grade snow. That's right. Yeah. yeah, snort it right off the mountain. Yeah, he did right off that top hat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he made lines of snow, like yep. literal snow. We right. should say to our guests, you know. This was actual snow. It was yeah. We're not using the euphemism for anything else. It's snow, right? Snow, frozen water. (laughs) So at the dance, they meet each other. Pretty much, they just shook hands for like three minutes. Yeah, and then of course Ricky comes and says, "You do not want to upset Mother. Mm -hmm. Come to the front of the school." And of course, she shows up and uh, yells at Monique. I love her though. She's just always. Is that a New Yorker accent she has? I would Monique. say probably New Jersey, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but this is um, this was a. Uh, we 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 did skip the part where she she did get blown up. Was, was she blown up at this point? I think that was yeah, because she had the uh, she had the the face on right. Yeah, we did skip around a little bit. So the paint thinner thing, he's trying to kill himself. Of course, they're all having Christmas dinner. Yeah, he takes the paint and thinner takes to the... go drink it in his room or something, I think, mm-hmm. and then they surprise him with the Christmas dinner. And yeah. the Smiths are there, along with Monique, along with Lane's family. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the mother has a nice French meal prepared. In with, honor of Monique. Right. The French fries. Mm-hmm. The salad with a French dressing. Oh, this, uh, mm-hmm. It's actually French. French fries. French. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I was like, French. I'm gonna call French everything from now what's, on. What's the next? Uh, she had another French thing. French fries, French dressing, and French. Oh, uh, the, the the water Perrier. Oh, oh right, what's Peru. 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 Yeah, I'm calling Perrier Peru from it's now a, on. Now on. <laughs> it's a lovely Christmas dinner. You know, a French fries, a French fries salad, uh, and, and and mineral water, water. and of course. Mrs. Smith sees his paint thinner and thinks it's a wonderful moonshine. And, of course, has to have a uh, a sip. Yeah, she took a big old jug. She did. She, she chugged it. She Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, of course, has to smoke. Who smokes in houses? I guess that's an 80s thing, that's too. That's 80s thing, I don't too, know. Yeah. It's like, when I was a kid, there's like, smoking and non-smoking sections of the right. restaurant, you know? Right. So that, people I remember smoke. that. But, like, in houses, I guess it was a thing. And uh, she lit it up. and Right there at that table, just lights it up. And, of course, it skips to them going to school, and he goes... Gee, I'm real sorry about your mom blowing up. Gee, Ricky, I'm real sorry your mom blew up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As they're driving to school. Oh, I love that. And, of course, now. another Korean drag race happens. Mm-hmm. And, of uh-huh. course, he gets better. He, he actually goes this time. This is where um, he wasn't actually going to race, I think, at this point. Because Ricky's in the backseat mm-hmm. talking all kinds of, don't do this. I'm a mother would mother. not approve. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Monique comes over and just stomps on his foot and yeah. like, tear ass through the through the town. Yeah. I've been in a situation like that where, where uh, a person that was riding with me pushed on my knee to like mm-hmm. make the accelerator go. And I was in my wow. Mustang. I okay. you know, built this Mustang when I was, starting when I was 12 with my dad. There you and, go. And uh, it's a '66. It's it's cherry. That's nice. Yeah. And That's and uh, this uh, this girl pushes on my knee, and it pissed me off. It was, I was like, right? Dude, this, this is my car. I know. This is not your car." Anyway, yeah. that's a jerk move. Yeah. yeah. So like, 
Like, was that yeah, it worked out for him. Was that your wife? No, it wasn't. <laughs> That's good. I won't say who it was. Right. Yeah. Did it really work out for him though? I mean, they did end up in a pond. They did. Yeah, exactly. And they got, but they yeah. they still drove. They drove to school, got yeah. out, and so did yeah. ducks. Yeah. Which but, says something about that car. It's a pretty good car. Go station yeah, wagons. You know, yeah. yeah. It's dragon pieces. And the ducks come out the of the car. Come I love the I ducks. That was great. Out, yeah. Which when they fall into the water, the ducks are outside. So it tells me someone let the ducks in. They're trying to kidnap ducks. Yeah, it's a duck conspiracy. I mean, she is French. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they it's a eat thing, duck right? all Does the time. I think. Oh, it's a French thing, dude. Ducks. Yeah, French people. Look it up. Ducks. Look up French and ducks. Is it like? Is that like? What's foie gras? I don't, I don't know. know. That foie sounds gras? weird. Isn't that um, like horse hooves? <laughs> Maybe we should just that's go. Jello. Oh. It's Jello. <laughs> <laughs> hooves. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, French people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Apologies. <laughs> Disclaimer. No. Um. So they go to school and they're actually eating lunch together. That's when we see um, the snorting of the jellos, I believe, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because they're all sitting to eat lunch, and um, she's a badass. Of course, Roy's trying to mess with her. Yeah, and she's shaking up that coke mm-hmm. and just oh yeah, sprays it in his face. And then that's when Lane's starting to you know get rid of Bass in his head and mm-hmm. kind of like this Monique chick. Yeah, and he he had enough. He said, "All right, I can beat you any place, anytime, anywhere, any day of the week." Yeah, the K twelve. Mm-hmm. He also, I believe, said, nobody needs to know, just you and me. Yeah, of course. That Everyone stops and listens. Three seconds before the uh, PA announcement right. of their race happens. Mm-hmm. I love that. It totally does. <clears throat> of course, and that happens in a lot of these movies as well. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows. Yes. That's their social media, the PA. Yeah, we're in trouble as fast <laughs> in the 80s. It does. Yeah. So, of course, he's not prepared. Um, and he catches... Monique throwing, was it lemons at a sign? I don't know. She's yeah. good, though. Yeah. yeah. She's hitting it, like, every time. They had a lemon tree, and she just had, like, yeah. a pail so of lemons. So at this point, he's out there, and he hears some banging, and she's out there, of course, throwing lemons at a speed limit sign or something, and this is the first time we actually hear her speak English. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pissed off at a uh, rookie, because, the word, what's the word she used? Oh. His he's testicles? always putting his testicles all yeah, over me. He's always right. putting his testicles on me. And he's like, how you say octopus Octo- testicles? Octopus? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, another good accent by her. I was, I was yeah, impressed. She did really well. Yeah. And it was supposed to be tentacles. It like, was supposed it? to be tentacles. Yeah. 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 yeah, she did mean tentacles. Either way, I'm pretty sure he's trying to put the testicles on her as well. That yeah, was that's the end game. Yeah, right. definitely the end game. <laughs> so then he finds out that she is a Dodgers fan. At mm-hmm. this point, yeah, That's all she wanted was to come to the United right. States to watch the Brooklyn Dodgers. Naturally, why she's a badass, you know, pitcher. Of course, throwing yeah. lemons. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did listen carefully to see if she missed one. She did miss one. Yeah, yeah, she missed she one, did. which I thought was realistic. I was like, "Go, oh, yeah. Steve Savage." There you go. Yeah, movie Savage detail. Didn't missing one. Yeah. So, the next scene, of course, the cool monologue comes in, and the song is it's a long song. Where'd it go? I'd like to get to know you well. Mm-hmm. Y'all should look it up. It's awesome. Very 80s. And, um, yeah, no one's looking at us. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is when the, the big scene comes, when she's working on his 1967 Camaro. Yes. I loved this car. This is best scene ever. It's it's in it, remarkably good condition for sitting under a tarp for two years. And really, all they do to it, yeah, all they really do to it, that I noticed, they uh-huh. changed the oil. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe an air filter? Yeah. yeah. Something something under the hood? Oh, yeah. They don't... Yeah, and they have a whole montage to show what they may have done. You know, right. Like, they can, like, grease. Right. Where they can just, like, drop in a whole new motor or something. Right. 
and you see them both, you know, underneath it, and their feet are moving oh, to yeah. the, the thing, right, yeah. yeah. And you just see them doing some wrench work, and I mean, while this song is going on, I think it's Montebello. That French is French. We'll say it is. That's Italian. I don't know. But anyways, I think you mean Montebello. You can you can tell their whatever their affection is <laughs> growing. And um, he talks about the skiing. Yeah, he's like, man, I got to uh, fight Roy tomorrow on the slopes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, of course, she's naturally a badass skier. Of yeah. course. Yeah. She's good at everything. I know. Why which wouldn't is, she be? Right. And, no. you know, I was when, when she first came onto the scene, I was thinking they were going to do, like, a uh, she's all that type thing with her. Like, you know, where she's like this. She she's supposed up. to be the, the homely plain girl. And I'm like, actually, she's pretty cute. So I hope that's not what's going right. on because, mm-hmm. like, she's cute already. But I could totally see that happening. Uh, but, you know, they kind of like, You're right. she was empowered. She I'm, was awesome. I really wasn't sure how it was going to play out mm-hmm. because she never really like, said anything to him until like really the end. Yeah. Yeah, it was late. There's cool little scenes. I mean, it's mostly just her and Mrs. Smith and Ricky scenes. Like, you know, the Christmas thing, that was terrible with her. Just a big ass picture. Which I'd like oh, to yeah. point out that I'd like to point out that uh, because there was a Christmas scene in this movie, the Die Hard rule applies, and that this is a Christmas movie. It is, I like it. yeah, officially, it is a Christmas movie. I watch Die Hard every year for Christmas. Yeah, it's important. And um, I did look up; you can get an Aardvark suit online. Oh my gosh! Yes, oh, I want. I didn't want to skip yeah. over the the, yeah. uh, the suits. Yeah. So yeah. we'll go back to the uh, mm-hmm. the Christmas scene real quick at yeah. the uh, the Myers house. So Mrs. Myers has wonderful Christmas. Uh, Gift ideas. Everyone's opening frozen dinners. Mm-hmm. Just a stack of them. And the brand I had never heard of. And they looked awful. Like yeah. Salisbury steak. And Why I mean, is that the dinner of choice for a microwave dinner? Because so. it's like... Have you ever had it's already Stouffer's It's already Salisbury? mushy. It's pretty mushy. Good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's don't gross. Stouffer's Salisbury steak. It's great. Really? It's great. Okay. Yeah, not don't sponsored knock by them. Tried it. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. We well, not, not a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that would be an excellent sponsor. It, it zooms in. And of course, they've probably been out forever. I mean, do they just leave them under the tree? Under yeah. frozen oh, dinners, yeah. right? That's, but yeah. there must have been like 20 of them. It was a stack. And yeah, it was crazy. Dang. And of course, they she uh, got everyone aardvark suits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were surprisingly warm, apparently. Very. And I do and like to point out the fireplace. Everyone's going to be wearing them. Aardvark suits, they look silly, but everyone is going to be wearing them. This is true. It's mm-hmm. the big item. Yeah. Everyone will be wearing these. I mean, yeah. people are kind of doing that now with the right. big the onesies. onesies. Yeah. No yeah. joke. Yeah. But I do like to say the uh, the fireplace on the TV, in yes. the fireplace, that's classic. Mm-hmm. Oh, Excellent. in the fireplace. I didn't even notice that. They put the TV in the fireplace playing a fireplace. I was just thinking. Fire. Yeah. I was just thinking of the fireplace, like Netflix special thing right. that they do every year for Christmas. Right. Right. It's classic. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> where was the scene where uh, the father went outside and actually saw the neighbor again? That so, nosy neighbor from earlier? Right after the Christmas thing. Yeah. He wants to show her his gift to her, the dad. That's right. So he takes her outside, and there's a brand new garage door with all new windows and a fat bow on it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he's lowering it, and it just, like, gives out and yeah. shuts, and they all break again. Mm-hmm. And then this is when the neighbor comes in, in his... Aardvark suit. suit. Yeah. I love it. Of course. Because everyone's going to be wearing those. Everyone. I was waiting to see one like on the ski slope. That yeah. would have been even better. But Oh, yeah. So we'll go back to the future. Nice. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, All right. that was great. You so, missed the movement. Yeah. Since this is a podcast, he did this really sweet move. And he went back. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so for helping him 
to the car. They're going to take it for a test drive. And of course, what happens? The drag race scene yeah. comes up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, this time they're not prepared. They have two women with them, the uh, the Korean drag racers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, when he starts revving it up, they look at it, and even the girls in the back put on helmets. Oh, one of them puts it on upside, yeah, she like puts backwards. It backwards. Yeah, yeah I love it. she puts it on backwards, uh, and then weren't they eating Chinese? They were food? eating Chinese food. <laughs> Very cliche. And, yeah, I'm like, oh my god, borderline racist. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, mm-hmm. exactly. And of course, they take off, and they whoop, they whoop ass. They do oh, good because yeah. it's a '67 Camaro yeah. SS. Yeah, yeah. that sucker's hauling. Yeah. So of course, everything's starting to go in his his way, and he's gonna do something nice for her. He takes her to Pig Burger after hours. Mm-hmm. And fixes her some of his frozen dinners. That's right. Yep. And this is this is my favorite scene of all time because this is when my song pops in, "Arrested by You." Mm-hmm. Ooh. And while she's eating the uh, dinner, he comes in with the sax and serenades her. Yes. Of course, the uh, "Arrested by You." I think there was at one point in the movie earlier there was a mention that he should play the sax some more or right. something. Yeah. I, Charles Damar mentions off it. the cuff. Just uh-huh. such a minor little. Oh yeah, it's like mention. oh he he's like you should join a band. Girls love it when guys play bands or whatever. Play yeah, bands. yeah. Because he, he plays such Roy plays a guitar. Minor yeah. thing. Yeah. You should and pick up your sax. Wanders in with yeah. a saxophone. Movie details. Right. Yeah. yeah. So excellent. He he did a nice wonderful dinner, mm-hmm. and then um. It is the day of the uh, ski race, mm-hmm. and uh, she's actually showing him how to uh, ski. Of course, another montage happens, and mm-hmm. they're skiing like badasses down the mountain. Like oh, yeah. yeah. And I love how fast they're hitting the yeah. moguls. They're, they're carving sh- it. Sh- yeah, no sh- joke. And, of course. Her, her advice, though, before the montage was really good. So yeah. Just yeah. go that way really fast. Uh-huh. If something's in your way, turn. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same Which, advice Charles DeMar gave. Exactly the same. And the best advice you could give. Yeah. So it ends up, they, uh, of course, crash onto each other. Mm-hmm. In a nice loving '80s way, mm-hmm. and about to come and have Plant a uh, it. right, yeah, share mm-hmm. an intimate kiss. When Charles Demar shows up, saying everyone in town is at the bottom of the slope, it's time. And of course, he goes up there. Or nope, can, nope. Yeah, he breaks when Charles Demar leaves. He runs over Lane's ski, breaking yeah. one of the skis. Yeah, he breaks the uh, binding so the, his boot right. doesn't attach to it. Yeah. Yeah, and but you know these movie details. It's like Home Alone when you like use when it zooms in and they see you see Kevin's ticket in the trash can. Yeah, like these kind of details are the details I love because like you could just be like, oh no, a ski broke. Yeah, but no, that's right. Charles ran over it, so yeah. he magically goes on top of the mountain. Yeah, he's just up there. He's up there. Eighties <laughs> magic. Right. Yeah. He goes. Well, I guess he's not gonna show. And of course, he's already somehow magically on top because. Um, the paper boy finally comes on um, chasing him again. Oh my gosh. Oh, the, the bike. Boy. On the you bicycle with skis. $2. <laughs> yeah. I want my $2. So of course he's chasing and he doesn't even have time to say, hey, I'm here. Let's race. He already goes down the mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, Roy chases him. Mm-hmm. And then it's an epic ski scene. It's, it is a good yeah, ski scene. You don't see enough. It really and it's is. the right length too. Like it, it feels long for a second and then like the kid falls off the cliff. He does fall <laughs> off, and it really pans on him for like thirty seconds. Yeah, and falling and doesn't, falling and fall. Yeah, doesn't Roy actually wreck him off the cliff? I think. Yeah, I think Roy yeah. pretty much tries to Which, murder that child. So two things about that scene. 
Um, and there's a few things in this movie that make me think uh, they were originally wanting to make this movie a little bit like higher rating and decided to pull it back, I guess, for viewership. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, one of them is like the the sex scene with Beth at the at the beginning, and they're oh un- they're under the covers, and yeah. you're like, you don't have one. I ripped it. Blah blah uh, blah. Yeah. And they don't say anything about like what they're doing. Of course, they're like the makeup. They point. want it the PG. And then mm-hmm. this one where the kid falls like 700 million feet off a you cliff know, you know and like just dead. gets up. You know, he's like, ah, two hours. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That gets definitely a thousand feet up. Yeah. And the other one was powder. What is that movie that Paul Rudd always plays for Conan? Um, And it's like the E.T. ripoff. Uh, It starts with an M or something. My. Like uh, uh, um, my buddy and me, or it's uh, yeah, it's something like my my buddy. It's that weird Mer- alien Mac, Mac and me. Mac, Mac and me, yes. Yeah. And that oh. and they push the kid off the and you see him cliff. Stand. Yeah. yeah, and it's like the mannequin or something. Yeah. That's what it reminded That's, me of. Instantly. Me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the kid's dead. Though. So the kid dies. <laughs> yeah. And Lane's still skiing on one ski, and yep. of course Charles is announcing it to everyone. He's on one ski, and of course everyone. <gasps> He's doing all this. Someone following now. them. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. And that part. bike was freaking cool. It was by cool. The way. It was I wanted. Cool I wanted that. I don't bike want to make a bike so like that anymore. No. I'm not sure they cool. ever did. Um. Yeah. No. But. I don't know. So, with this beautiful epic ski scene, mm-hmm. Lane does end up beating Roy Stalin. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird though. It, it's when they started. It seemed like they did kind of a rally section start. You know, because Lane got a head start. It's true. And then Roy went and. The gap at the beginning was less than the gap at the end. I think technically Lane lost the race. But I like to think handicap. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He was. So and he, he did should a, get a, a five second start. Yeah. yeah, he did. I mean, he did an amazing job. He did ski. turn left yeah. when mm-hmm. things were in his way. Yeah. yeah. And he was victorious. And of course, Beth's stupid. Right back to him. Yeah. Considering every other time he tried the K-12, it was right. like the princess Tumble bride. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's no joke. So good. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. But of course... All I needed is just one ski, guys. Yeah. He had one too many skis to he be successful the, the whole time. Right. That's so, all he needed was the montage. Really, just the backing music. No mm-hmm. joke. That too. That's all we need in our lives. Yeah. So he was victorious. Beth was ready to take him back because, of course, he skied the, skied the K-12 like yeah. a boss. She was right there all over him. And uh, he saw Monique walking away, dragged by Ricky. Mm-hmm. And then comes another badass synthesizer 80s song. Love it. And Lane goes after her. Pulls her down and says no and starts fencing with a ski pole. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I loved this scene. Yeah. It was it was good. Yeah. It also reminded me of something like me and my buddies would like film in high school. Yeah. Like it played off like that. And um but it wasn't too much. Like, you know, Ricky didn't die. Right. Or did he deserve to die? He, he didn't yeah. die. He got poked on the bum. Yeah. And then he accepted his defeat. And then um Landed on his mom. Right, right. And then Lane yeah. got Monique, put her over the shoulder, walked off. But this is when we see another character come in, a girl looking at Ricky. Mm-hmm. And they look very similar with the uh, very round oh, glasses yeah. and her ponytail. Mm-hmm. They didn't even talk. They just grabbed hands and walked off. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's love. Instant. Love yeah. at first sight. And, of course, the mom is, Ricky, Ricky, yep. get back here. Yeah. yeah. He broke the bonds of that weird and she still had edible the, slavery you're right and she still had the bandage on the face yep i'm pretty sure a cigarette in her mouth too but anyways so ricky's ricky still won yeah yeah everybody yeah, ricky wins. did good and you know it made me feel feel good for ricky because right. like it wasn't this single uh this single point of you know there was growth 
It was know, gross. A, a bad writing is when you have good guys, bad guys, and nothing in between. Word. Mm-hmm. You know, and this had, you know, growth for characters and I dynamic, agree. character dynamics, yeah. you know. Savage Steve knew. Savage Steve. Oh, Savage Steve. Yeah. Yeah. So, it seems like the movie's ended. Yeah. But then. It has. It, it, it has. Credits are rolling, I think, aren't they? Yeah, I believe so. But and it, then it pans back to. Um, Meyer's house. Well, no. Lane and um, Monique on the. On the pitcher's mound in their oh. Camaro of the Dodger Stadium. Sure. Yeah. They have magical access to this. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about And they start gosh. making out on the hood. Oh, yeah. 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 Or, or beside it. I'm just like, I have questions. Yeah. You know, he actually could have gotten any girl that he wanted had he just fixed his car That's and true. took him to Dodger Stadium. Just get yeah. the teenager but, laziness out. But no, no. this just goes to show find a foreign, uh, foreign exchange student. Mm hmm. Yeah, and do things together and play some really cool background music. She was a cool girl. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it was, it was a solid movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. So I liked the, the characterization a lot. Yeah. So all in all. And after the car scene, there there is at the end the uh, the pan of the house, the Meyer household again. And that's where we actually see the um, You're right. space shuttle take it's, off yeah. through the garage. The rocket goes through the garage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty unrealistic. That's, that's actually the best ending. We don't need kissing and love. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. We just need Badger wins. Badger's on Mars now. <laughs> yeah. Well, all in all, that was Better Off Dead. We want to thank everyone for listening. Yep. Thank you guys very much. Signing off, this is Corey. And Bryson. And this is Thurman. Yeah. We are the VHS Trackers. The end. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to VHS Trackers. You can follow us at roguemedianetwork.com. Signing off, this is Corey and Bryson saying have a totally rad day late. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.